Welcome to the family with Alex Brant Bernard Rasmussen, L.A. Nick, co-host Catherine Brant, Andy Brant Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. Kick off hour two. A lot of schmoozing going on. We got special guests coming up. You know. We'll be right back with the family. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. A justice flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. That works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Why are you playing Vanilla Ice? This isn't Vanilla <laughs> Ice. This is the good no. version. Our song is not do 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 do. Ours is do 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 do. I know. Like yeah. really Vanilla? <laughs> that would have He came out at the end okay. Yeah. Well, he's doing some rehab deal, isn't he? He's got a lot of money right now. He does have a lot of money. Yeah. Right he, yeah. He was doing some. Uh, what he had a show yeah, where he's re- flipping mansions. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. Ice, this, ice this house. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I, what I looked. It was. At, I looked at his deal. He got he got base pay three thousand an episode. That's oh, was that really? Yeah, that's no, that's not good. <clears throat> what are you gonna do? If you took three minutes to listen to this song and then uh, were somehow able to identify the group behind it, you'd make a lot of people happy all over the world. Why? As Rolling Stone explains, the song just happens to be nicknamed the most mysterious song on the internet. Online slews have been trying to uh, figure out who performs it for more than a decade now to no avail. The quest went viral over the summer thanks to the efforts of a Brazilian teenager who popularized the hunt on Reddit and YouTube. As David Brown writes, the song sounds like a synth-pop hit you would have heard in a dance club in the 80s. And indeed, the few clues that it st- exist suggest it came out of Germany or somewhere else in Europe. Well, is this song on? I wonder if I... Do I have... What song is Audio it? Audio on it. That's what I'm, I want to play well, the song, but I, I don't know if I can try and find it. What's, what is it called? The Most Mysterious? Most Mysterious Song on the Internet. Most Mysterious. That's the name of the song? 
I don't think I mean, that's just what they call it. Now I can't tell if I'm gonna you're gonna be able to hear this or not. Not on your computer. No. Oh, you're not. Okay. Yeah, it right. came up the they most mysterious video. song. And you have it. I do. Okay, we're gonna. Let's see if we hear can the hear mysterious it. song. Mysterious. Wait, make sure it's, well, there's it's no. Sure. <laughs> the podcast is streaming on YouTube. This is it. That does sound familiar. It's like a combination of the cure and um, I can't think of the the group. It was like it's kind of a blend of that. It sounds like another song or two. It does, there's no doubt about that. I don't think it's that good. Why is it mysterious? What? I don't know why that's mysterious yeah. either. I mean why <laughs> is that mysterious? mysterious? To me. Yeah. You know what was mysterious? I heard on the cover of the Rolling Stone on KQ last night. The cover of the Rolling Stone. Like, I heard that song Doc, like 40 that years. Is that Dr. Hook? Yeah. yeah. It is Dr. Hook. That I haven't heard this song in 40 it, years. It wasn't very good. No, it's not a good it's song. It's not a good song. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what it they're doing It was a huge hit, though. Yeah. There's a lot of really crappy songs but that were not, huge hits. But I forgot how bad it was. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, really nice guys, though. Dr. Hook are really, they? really nice guys. They were real. They understood what they were doing. They understand where it came from. How about your boy? Uh, what the hell's his name again? On uh, it was on the MSN, or he was on the NBC morning show, the rapist. What's what? his name? What? Yeah, Matt Lauer. Oh, oh. The, rapist. <laughs> the rapist. Well, there's another story that he anally raped one of his coworkers. So that's nice to know. Oh but here's God. what I don't understand, and I'm not blaming the woman here. So don't give me that. You're blaming the woman. I'm not. But apparently he took her room key as a joke and brought it up to his room. And then when she went up to get it. Ha, ha, ha. The he, old room key trick. Yeah, exactly. Then he attacked her and he, and he said, you like anal sex? And she goes, what? And he starts, you know, anally raping her. And then the weird thing is, and then for a while after that, I dated him. I'm like, what? Mm. Uh, See, that takes away all. Credibility. Yeah, credibility. So what? There. I wish this. I can't find the story Sorry, on here. It just does. Uh, I can't find the story on on Newser. I don't know why it's not on there. Well, a lot of stuff just the media just makes disappear. Yeah. I mean, look at Epstein. <clears throat> it's just gone. I know There's Epstein is nothing, gone. Man. I know it's all he, he, he had a book of every. They had a book of everybody that he facilitated yep. ever on yeah, his oh, private yeah. island. Yeah. It's just all gone. It seemed as soon as Princey Wincy was uh, (laughs) part of the thing, all of a sudden it went away. The old Princey Wincy. I don't know. What are you finding out over there, Andy? He went away, too. Yeah, thank God. (laughs) He took himself really (laughs) deep. Here we go. Brooke Nevels. Brooke Nevels, that's it. So would you read the story? Because there's a part there where she talks about dating him after that or something. Because now he's come out and said, what is she talking about? It It was consensual dating. So I don't know. You look, Matt. I met Matt Lauer a couple of times. He's a raging prick. I mean, incredibly arrogant. I I played behind him, and we'd catch him on the on the. Uh, what are you doing? Tapping things with a hammer. She's got a hammer. She has to tap. <laughs> I have it's to like, tap. Like, 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 when you have the tongs, you have to click the tongs. Yes, you have to click yeah. the tongs. You know, she knows. Fawn was she running. Gets it. I went to the <laughs> Does Tom know what a hammer is? 
Mm. Oh, hey. which one do you use again? Yeah. Why are you supposed to hit the wall with those two claws sticking out? Yeah, What's that exactly. all about? I went upstairs to put laundry away, and I came downstairs, and Fawn had a metal tongs and the pizza cutter, and she was like clanking oh. them and making music. So I was like, let's put those back yeah. in the car. Yeah, there you go, before you cut the piss out of yours. Why do kids yeah. always pick the one thing in the drawer that the could sever an artery? Yeah, and it was, Why? It was the metal tongs, like the big tweezer ones, too, oh, like with the pointy. Yeah. Yeah. I posted a thing the other day that I start I started my annual power washing the fence on the property. Your annual and, power washing. And somebody said they said, Hey, you should ask Tom, I mean Catherine, how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, run that by me again? You know how to use a power washer, Tom. I think you should wax that thing. Wax yes, and buff. That's what you do. Yes, yeah. you need that way. Wax doesn't, and buff what? back. The fence. Vinyl fence. That way the lichen doesn't grow back on it. Oh Yeah, yeah right. after a while the Car sun wax. starts kind of just getting that shiny surface off of there and then it's, oh, it then it's like over. It. Well, yeah. the lichen grows. Yeah. Lichen and green mold. It shouldn't. No, oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it I, needs to I, didn't, I didn't know you had to wax five well, miles of fence. So no. just, it's only one mile. Don't think I would have invested in that. It's three miles of fence? If you do both sides. Oh, yeah, if you do both sides, it'd be three miles, yeah. Oh, it's only three, three miles? Seems that was longer. a little spendy buying that fence. I Seems know. longer yeah. when you're uh, when you're weed whacking. Seems like five miles. <laughs> Seems longer when like, you're paying for like it, too. eternity. Yes. But I bought a wheeled weed whacker. Oh, wheels. Wheeled weed whacker. I did. Okay there, Porky Pig. Best thing I ever bought. I bought a wheel. Oh, no, that's Elmer Fudd. It would be Elmer yeah, Fudd that talks about that. Ronan Farrow's new book drops Tuesday, but an explosive allegation is out now. Variety obtained a copy of Catch and Kill and reports that in it, Farrow reveals the identity of the woman whose allegations against Matt Lauer led to his 2017 ouster from the Today Show. Her name is Brooke Nevels, and the former NBC News employee sat for an interview with Farrow for the book in which she alleged she was anally raped by Lauer during a 2014 Sochi Olympics. Details of her allegation and the 1,400-word response from Lauer, who claims the two had a consensual affair. In Neville's telling, she was there to work with Meredith Vieira, and Lauer joined them for drinks at the hotel bar one evening. After consuming six shots of vodka, Neville's went to Lauer's room to get her press credential. Oh, oh it's such a bad idea. I can't even... Oh. Which she says Lauer had playfully taken. Oh, so playful. She then returned a second time upon his invitation, but says that based on her experience, she didn't think anything untoward would happen. No, never. Uh, with Matt Lauer, I wonder how many shots he had had. Nevels tells Farrell that Lauer forced her onto the bed, turned her onto her stomach, and asked if she enjoyed anal sex. She said that she declined several times per the book but says Lauer did it anyway and that it was exceedingly painful. She told me she stopped uh, saying no, but wept silently into a pillow and bled for days afterward. She points out that she was both too drunk to give consent and voiced her own non-consent several times. Oh, they cut the other part off now. That The other part of that story is missing. What other It part? doesn't mention the fact that they dated for a while after that. Wait a minute, maybe it's on the next page. Yeah, well, even if they did date, rape is rape. Like, well, you can I rape agree. No, you, I can agree. Rape, you can rape somebody yeah, you're in a relationship with. Sure. as time goes on. Well, no, here you go. Neville says she continued to have more sexual encounters with Lauer post-Sochi, and sources close to Lauer say she was sometimes the initiator. She tells Farrell, this is what I blame myself most for. It was completely transactional. It was not a relationship. Why would she go back and date this psychopath? Because she wanted a position of... Money and power. Yeah, she wanted. She thought he could help her. He probably told her he'd help her. Yeah, true. People are weird. Man. I'm not taking a side on this one. I don't understand either one of these people. Well, even, like, even if they did have a 
even if they were married for 40 years afterwards, right. like you can rape somebody. No, no I understand yeah. that. I'm not. I'm not denying that. But I just don't understand what runs through your head. Rape it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. But I'm no, just it makes no sense. He, Why more? He is more in the wrong. Yes. She, no, there's no question that that nobody's denying that that or, was. Or it right. never happened. Or it never happened. That's the other part That's of it. That's also a possibility. It does happen a lot. It's just sad. I just we had sexual more several more sexual encounters, yeah. some of which she initiated. <clears throat> I, I what? Well, like they said, he probably was like, oh, I could help you get on the show and. Here's what I always want. It all sounds like both of them are sick. They're both yeah. sick. Yeah. I think yeah. they both are both messed up people. Yes. And now she's trying to make herself into a victim instead of well, if he raped her, he raped her. She is a victim. She is a victim. Did, she's not. And yeah, I don't unfortunately, know. she has no proof, so... Well, he got Lauer's, fired for it already. Lauer's not a very big guy, is he? No. He's, he's, tall, he's about six feet tall. Oh, he's, he? he's six a, shots he, of vodka would pretty much any woman that wasn't, you know, gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's not six Nancy feet Nancy would kick your ass, man. Here's the deal. <laughs> I, I ran into him a couple of times at, uh, at Breakers Reese Jones playing golf. And he was in the group in front of me, and we'd catch him on the tee box, and she moves a bit... And completely arrogant prick. He's a, not a nice guy at all. I found out later from one of the people there that uh, his family has tons of money. They live down in that, um, oh, what's the name of that? It's south of us. Ballon Isle. Uh, a lot of these big newscasters uh, come from oh. big money. Yeah, they do. It's weird. Oh, yeah, they do, absolutely. They, they absolutely do. But he's not a nice person. He's he, well, I mean, he's either way, he was having sex with someone while married, so... Right. Yeah. He's still in the wrong. And he also still would do things. Bag. He had an automatic door lock at his office. Yeah. That people would come in and he'd push a button and shut and lock yeah, the that's door. That's real shady. Yeah, that's a like, what are you doing? That was super shady. popular in like the eighties. It was, <laughs> yeah. Well, Steiny had that over at KQ. I'm like, mm-hmm. who are you locking in here? <laughs> but here, here's my. I guess here's my question. Do these guys do research to find out? Because obviously, if that had happened to, let's say, one of my sisters, or you, or Alex, he would not have lived through that. Aren't there any guys that go, "Hey, Matt, come here for a second. We're going to have our own little anal party now, and you're going to be the star." There's a lot of shame. That has happened. The guy who did all all the Girls Gone Wild videos, yeah, he got kidnapped, and and he did. Oh, really? I remember that. Yes. They all did go to jail, though. Yes, they did. And he did, too. Oh, he went to jail? Yeah, I didn't he was in jail he for a while. Oh, was he? Yeah. What, what is the, like, policy for vigilante type Justice? Of stuff? I don't think like, you're supposed to do it. The crime's a crime. The, crime's a crime. Yeah. Just, the most you can do is citizen's arrest. Yeah. And eye for an eye it doesn't, is not legal in America. And and it's, it's, it is legal in a lot of countries. Yeah. It's legal in a lot of countries, but not, not in America. An eye for an eye, Crimes it's not of legal. passion are okay in a lot of countries. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I got mad, so mm-hmm. I killed her. Da- oh, well, you well, were mad. My daughter was right dating down. the wrong guy, so I killed her. Yeah. <laughs> in a lot of countries, okay. stuff like infidelity and rape are not illegal. Yeah. So... A lot of, in a lot of countries, rape is the victim's fault. Actually, in, oh, a lot, it is, actually, yeah, for enticing. The majority of countries in the world, rape is not legal, not illegal. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Or it's the victim's fault. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea that too, was true. Yeah. They were enticing us. Uh, there's no flash of ankle. It's not legal than, yeah. it, than it is. Yeah, women get physically punished yeah, because they get raped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. their right. fault. I, I just, yeah, I just saw yesterday there's more countries that rape is legal than it's illegal. That can't be true. It is true. Just think how many countries are in Africa. <laughs> it's just like, what? Yeah. 
Do you know how many countries are in the continent of Africa? Well, but They're all, all of Africa is like, yippee, rape is great. Well, most of the Middle East, most of Africa, there's no laws against rape. There's barely any they laws have, at all in a lot of African countries. They don't have government to have that. They yeah, exactly. barely have courts. Well, remember, where, where did uh, AIDS start again? Was it uh, was Nigeria? Where, what, was no, it wasn't Nigeria. It was not Nigeria. Where was it? It was in Africa. Yeah, wasn't it from the Congo? Was It, from, it might have been from the Congo. It oh, might have been, so but I do remember that guys who got AIDS in Africa thought if they had sex with a young boy that that would get rid of it. Oh, I still yeah. think that. Do they still think that? Oh, they do. Th- I didn't know they still thought that. Mm-hmm. How would that work out? That's not how any of that works. Yeah, this doesn't. That's really not how medicine works, you know, the, but, you, you know. You don't realize there's not that many first world countries. In, no, there in are the not. No, no there are not. That's true. fourth world, third and fourth world countries. Well, this one's about a third world you now. Some, you think some girl in, in the middle of, of uh, even Mexico gets raped, anybody's going to do anything about it? Yeah. No, you're right. No. It's unbelievable. Well, in a lot of Guatemala, countries... Guatemala, in those countries, forget about it. In a lot of countries, there's, like, shame with medical intervention, too. So that's, like, a whole other layer of weirdness. That is so odd. There's no doubt about that. Like, I know somebody that her, in her family's culture, she had to have an emergency C-section. She had to be brought to, like, in an ambulance and have an emergency C-section and her parents didn't talk to her for like five years. That's just weird. Because brought, she brought shame on their family. Because That's of medicine? Weirdos, because man. of medicine, yeah. Weirdos. Mm. Weirdos, weirdos. Like, really? Weirdos, man. If you have thing against going to the doctor and getting staving your life. Yeah. Well, I know like the Roma, they Mental don't like doctors. Issues. Roma doesn't Rastafarians like doctors. Rastafarians don't. Hmong people don't. Mong people um, don't yeah, have a reason There's a lot of people live. who it's a like lot of African any any trouble you have, it has to be taken care of by the family or the tribe or whatever. Yeah. Like if I you know, go if you go to like some other culture and have them help you, then you're in the wrong. We like, gotta take I, a break here, oh. ladies and gentlemen. We will be right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me too? No. <laughs> God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we like love working one. with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't like <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. 
Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. Africa, baby. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And not, you know, this is, this, here's a story for you. A nine-year-old child accused of causing a mobile home fire that killed three children and two adults oh. in central Illinois has been charged with five counts of first-degree murder. A nine-year-old. Nine? A nine-year-old. Intentionally <laughs> set the place on fire? says here the juvenile was also charged with two counts of arson and one count of aggravated arson. The Peoria Journal-Star reported the April 6th fire killed a one-year-old, a two, two two-year-olds. Oh. A 34-year-old man and a 69-year-old woman at the Timberline Mobile Home Park near the village of Goodfield. Woodford County State's Attorney Greg Minger would not reveal other details about the suspect, including a possible relationship to the victims. An earlier Journal Star uh, article noted a 27-year-old woman, the granddaughter of the 69-year-old victim, fiancé to the 34-year-old victim, aunt to one of the 2-year-old victims, and mother to the other two victims, and her 9-year-old son survived the fire. So the connection, the woman lived, and everybody else died. Does a, does a nine-year-old actually know what they're doing at nine? I don't know. Well, they already stated the kids. fact that because he's nine years old, he will get probation. Five counts of first-degree murder. So he intentionally set the place on fire? Was it like what? Oh, it had to be. They're charging no, a first-degree yeah. murder. Yeah, you know, he had to yeah, do that's it on first. purpose. Most people get don't get charged with anything because they're, or don't get, yeah, charged with anything because they're accused of the wrong thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that could happen. No, nope. like, it's like you'll, somebody you they will. Get, they don't get like, found guilty. Yeah, they don't get found guilty of anything because they're charged with the wrong thing. Right. That's what I was trying to say. Like, that gal, Casey, what's her face, that Casey had her. Casey Anthony? Yeah, that Casey had her Anthony, kid in the yeah. car. She's having another kid right now. I know. <laughs> no, she's trying to. Yeah. And she was, like, charged with all these things that it was like, this isn't the right thing. Well, that, so she no, got off, that, that, didn't that, well, that happens a lot. In, in, found in, guilty of anything. Happen, that happens a lot in certain states that they'll, they'll, they'll charge you with first-degree murder when they know that it won't, you won't get convicted mm-hmm. of first-degree murder. But that's yeah. the only yeah. charge they give the jury. They don't have any other options. Oh, Where yeah. other states say, listen, you can find, him, find her guilty of manslaughter, right. first-degree murder, yeah. or something else, criminal, you know, criminal homicide. And they can pick... But a lot of states don't do that, and they go for the top, and they get found not guilty. Well, well and it's like when a I lot w- of juries will just go straight for the worst thing they can find because they're like, we got to punish him as much as possible. But well, it's not anymore. Jury. That's changing. It yeah. isn't the That's jury. That's changing now. The tide has turned. Juries now are le- more lenient. And- are they? Well, and oh, it isn't absolutely. the jury that picks what they're charged with because when I was Sometimes on jury, it's a prosecutor. Well, when I was on jury duty, well, I got kicked off. But when I was almost you related on to ju- me, no, because I am anti-gun. Um, when I was almost on jury duty, the kid was charged with something that didn't make any sense to his crime, and so he got off with nothing, even though he shot and yep. hand and um, the the guy that he shot was paralyzed Handicapped. from the waist down. Oh, no, paralyzed Already from the waist was. down from the shooting from before? him shooting. Oh, him. Okay. yeah, and so he was charged with attempted murder, and then got off with nothing. Yeah, attempted murder is very hard to prove. Yeah. It's one of the hardest charges to prove. Really? Yeah. Even those so. those guys who ran over that guy on the bicycles and were smashing flower pots over mm. his head and all, that's attempted murder in my eyes, but they can't get charged with attempted murder. No? It's very hard to prove. Because you have to say that <clears throat> it's like... You have to have a motive. Yeah. 
right. I got to run something by. Catherine and I went through this last night, and I got a feeling that we're going to go through it several more nights. You guys couldn't find a movie to watch? Yeah, I know. No, that's, no. That goes, that's every night. Uh, no, the, the Catherine and I tried watching three brand new sitcoms last night. They're dreadfully unfunny. Which oh, ones? They're horrific. Uh, Patricia Heaton's new show is terrible. I didn't see it. And I love that. her. Yeah, what is that? What show is uh, it? Carol's... Second actor. Carol's second actor. Yeah, Carolyn's second actor. Carol's second actor. I love her. I've yeah, always Carol's thought. second yeah, actor. Yeah, you watched yeah, that by act. yourself. I didn't see any of it. It was horrendous. Mm. I mean, how bad yeah, the it was. writing's horrible. I always Nothing's think the first episode is always going to be terrible. So you have yes. to give it at least, <clears throat> you know. True. The first the few episodes usually. A lot of times yeah. are bad. Till everybody starts getting their yep, chemistry yes. together. But... What, what other ones did you watch? We watched, watched uh, The Unicorn with Walton Goggins, who I absolutely love. He's a great guy. He was wonderful. And he was the bad guy in Justified. Oh, it's okay. I bet it'll get picked up again. It's not, I don't, not I don't like funny. it. I won't watch it, but it, it'll, it's okay. It's it'll not get picked fun up. in the least. And then the other one was the other Oh, Bob loves Abishola, which is uh, Billy Gardell with, with Mike and Molly. He yeah. played yeah. Mike on Mike and Molly. Yeah. It's not funny at all in any way, shape, or form. It just is seems it funny. really forced. You guys it's need to watch forced. Superstore. I'm telling you. I heard that's you. terrible. It's so freaking funny. Hey, I watched one episode. Terrible. No. <laughs> okay. You can't give things Sorry. one episode. No, I don't. I laugh the hardest watching that show than. I started watching The Ranch last night. Oh, you did? Yeah. With, the ranch. Uh, with uh, Sam Elliott? Yeah. Yeah, he's good. It's pretty funny. He's it's a good guy. It's not a great show. No, I wouldn't say right. it's great, but it has its moments. It's watchable. So, I mean, here's the and deal. Ashton Kutcher's in it. It's a watchable show. We oh, got... yeah, Ashton Kutcher's. Okay, I've seen, like, pictures it's of that. Wa- it's watchable. Thing. Is it? It's watchable, yeah. It's not. High praise indeed. Yeah. Yeah. You all can watch it if you watch it. It's funny, and they, they're, they're allowed to curse. Because it's Netflix series, oh, so the C the C somebody like Sam Elliott's dropping the f bomb. So oh yeah, funny, right, you know? right. I mean, the problem I do have is I really like Billy Gardell. That show's not funny. I really like Walton Goggins. That show's not funny. And I really, really like Patricia Heaton. And that show's not funny because the writing is terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not funny anymore. They they will not poke fun at anyone or anything. They're, they're scared to death. Why? They're scared to death that they want to They're going to destroy correct. television. Oh, it's already destroyed. It, that's yeah. true. It already is destroyed. See, that's the thing about Superstore. They poke fun at everybody. I like poking fun and at it's everybody. Like, it's, it's I'll just, give it one more chance. I watched it last night. You should watch it. I was like, this well, is horrible. Here's the thing with Superstore is you have to start from the beginning. Well, I watched the first episode last night. But, like my mom said, yeah. the first episodes, the few, first like five episodes, three to five episodes are usually bad. Yep. Of anything, and yeah, I don't even I remember. don't know how sitcoms get picked up with how bad the first several yeah. episodes but always I, are. But I seriously, I laugh really hard watching that show. It's it's really funny, and they have just like these little things. Of, I'll you know, watch it again. Like because it's set in like a place like a Walmart, and they'll have something going on in the background. There's like a kid peeing in the model toilet thing, and stuff that you're like, you know, this goes the on model in a Walmart. Toilet thing. Oh yeah, yeah. We have a guest, you know. Oh. Did you know that? I guessed. Have you ever peed in a model toilet? <laughs> yeah, that's really nice. Miss Velazquez, do you pronounce your name JC or Jackie? Because it could be either one. Uh, Jackie Velazquez. Yeah. Ja- Jackie Velazquez. Good. I just wanted to make sure that, you know, because it could be JC, which is a nice name too. But, you know, but Jackie Velazquez. Uh, hold on. This is, can, can you hold on one second? This is my kid's school. Can you hold on? Absolutely. No, no problem. Okay, yes. Okay. 
We're loved. She'll, okay, then. Jackie Velazquez will be back uh, talking about her book, When God Rescripts Your Life, Seeing Value, Beauty, and Purpose When Life is Interrupted. Much of what... I, whoops, I just lost my connection. Yeah. You did? No. Oh. Hold on. With who? Oh, there we go. There we go. What happened? What, what was that all? Sometimes those mics, if you bump them, they just... I'm like... Jackie, how yeah. are you? If school ever called me, I'd be like, no! <laughs> um, I'm, I have to switch over back. Okay, I'm, I'm back. You're Sorry back. Now we're ready to go. You're oh, back and we're okay? ready to go. Yeah, you're okay, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything's fine. It was a, it was a change in the bus schedule. But oh. every time that phone number comes up, I make sure I pick it up. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Be, you know. Yeah. Well, if you wouldn't uh, sleep in so much, Jackie, and make it to school on time, you wouldn't have these problems. I know, I know. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? My kids' school call. I'm like, oh, God, what do they do now? Yeah. That's That's what scares me, right? (laughs) What what did they break? What did they break? I mean, am I going to the emergency room? What's going on? It is true. Much of what happens in our lives is not what we planned. Not what we expected, and certainly not what we would have chosen at a young age. Jackie Velazquez's singing career rocketed to stardom, and her marriage thrived, then both suddenly crashed, losing her reputation, her record label, even some of her most treasured relationships. I don't want to read anymore, Jackie. I want to hear this right from you. What happened? This is amazing. Uh, A story of redemption. That's what happened. Wonderful. Um, I I would... Uh, the book is a collection of, you know, a lot of different personal stories from my life, but it's um, it's always leading back to the word and the truth. Um, you know, when you when you go through, uh, yes, I started singing super young, and it was the path that God had for me. I was doing what, just just being obedient and doing what I was supposed to be doing. And so many times in life, um, we try to take control of things and try to do them on our own accord. And then we mess it all up. Because <laughs> we mess it all up. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me personally, uh, through my, through the experiences of, of making poor choices, that God is so good and he's so redemptive. He's, he, he just redeems all of our mess ups. So sometimes those choices um, were poor choices that God had to, look at me, go, hey, that was the wrong choice I gave you. you. And there are consequences with every choice, good or bad, and you chose the wrong, you went the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. But now I'm going to take you and we're just going to, we're going to veer off this path that you t- chose and we're going to go a different direction. And I'm going to make this path, this new path is going to redeem the old path that you chose that was poor. Um, so for me personally, uh, the, the marriage failure that was, it was that whole marriage, that whole situation was me DIYing poor choices prior to that. So, uh, yeah, there's so much going on all the time, but, um, it's so good to know that we serve an incredible God who can turn anything that the enemy has planned for evil. He can turn for good. Um, he can even take, you know, our wrongs and make them right. And what's amazing is sometimes the path that he has chosen and we and when we are walking in obedience, 
is not the path that we would have chosen. But in the end, when you look at life, we're not living for the now. We're not, we're not, this isn't, this isn't where it ends. We're here on this earth to, to um, serve and to love for eternity. It's not for the now. It's, it, we're, we've, we've got to get that mentality, that mindset um, changed in our lives, that being obedient in his word and what he wants and in his will, which sometimes we can often confuse those things, his will versus our dreams. Sometimes there's a whole lot of me in my dream, but not much God. Mm-hmm. But it's my vision. It's my calling. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Well, actually, is it? That's, the, that's where you have to ask the questions and ask the right questions and flip the script. Is this a me dream, a Jackie dream, or is this a God dream? So sometimes he takes our paths that and we, in walking in obedience, we tend to have this thing like, like we think it's going to be easy walking in obedience. And sometimes the hardest things that we're ever going to do are birds from walking in obedience because this is the plan that God has for you. So. No, Jackie, I, you do a, a morning show, is that correct, on Salem? Is that right? I used to. I did that for about six years. Oh, I thought you still did it do was, it. You don't do it anymore? I thought you did. No, no, I don't do it anymore. Um, uh, they, uh, they pipe in a show from Atlanta. What? So, but I did it for six years. I know. What were they thinking? Yeah. What were they thinking? Why aren't you in Atlanta doing the show that they're piping into other markets? That's what I want to know. Oh, oh, trust me. I can. I. I don't think. I think Atlanta is a pretty big city. I don't think I could handle it. <laughs> oh, Atlanta's a great town, though. Atlanta's a really, really oh, good yeah. town. So where, where, where is your show based out of? The the. Uh... Uh, Nashville. It was Nashville. Oh, it was in Nashville. God, that's weird. They would pipe, take a show out of Nashville because obviously Bobby Bones is based in Nashville and he's killing it nationwide on the country uh, format. I know. Yeah, he's amazing though. He is just wow. What yeah, a he, great. Uh, yeah, he's he, so good at what he does. He is very good at it. But but you tell a great story. So I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But well, you know what? I, I've been in radio my whole life, Jackie. I, I do a morning show here in Minneapolis and. The business has changed a lot. It has. It has. It's going towards podcasts. It is. <laughs> are you are, are you Woo! doing a, are you doing a podcast? Uh, there have been some conversations actually. That you that should see something down the road. We don't know. You should absolutely absolutely do a podcast. It, it seems to me, Jackie, it'd be a good thing for you to do a podcast. Uh, and just talk about positivity. We had Sam Pollard on earlier. Uh, the great. Uh, director and producer uh talking about why we hate he has a new series on uh the discovery channel and he we talked to him at length about uh, why people hate one another right now and you have a very positive uh voice i just think for you to do a podcast talking about why life is wonderful and uh, look you go through bumps in the road and as you said uh, kind of a redirection in your life and a lot of people go through that i don't know i think it'd be very helpful for people if you did a podcast about that well, if I do, I will have to have you on my show. I'm going to call and say, listen, everybody listen to J- Jackie or I'll have to come after you. It'll be wonderful. <laughs> there you go. That's I'll, perfect. Just go that direction. Let's do that. Yes, I'll threaten <laughs> everybody. It'll be unbelievable. So how old were you when you, when you began your singing career? Well, I started traveling with my parents when I was nine years old. Nine, okay. 
Uh, so after fourth grade, we uh, we hit the road in the car and we rented out our house, I think. So, um, so when I was nine, that that's what happened on this night. And then I recorded a bunch of custom records with my parents and some by myself. Mm-hmm. And then when I was thirteen, quote unquote, I got discovered. Um, and so I signed my record deal when I was fourteen. Mm-hmm. Started recording the first record when I was fourteen. And it came out when I was 16, so I am now 39, but I'm about to be 40. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, it's a good thing, right? Um, yeah. So what, now, now, when you signed your, your, your record deal, did you stop traveling with your parents then? Actually, no, because I was still too oh, young, okay. so my mom came with me. Good. So she would, she would travel on the road with me, and, and we would... Uh, we would just, you know, I was in a bus with like a bunch of like people on the bands and stuff. So I had to have my mom with me right. 16. Right. <laughs> um, but I will say some of my fondest memories were during that time before things started going so fast. Um, yeah. At one point, it just turned into a complete blur because everything, <clears throat> I'm sorry, everything was happening so fast. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't, I couldn't really tell left from right or up from down at one point that makes total sense i need to take a very very short break jackie can you stay with us for a few more minutes after the break sure wonderful sure. we'll be right back jackie velasquez ladies and gentlemen the book is called when god rescripts your life seeing value beauty and purpose when life is interrupted right back with jackie and the family Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom telling you that you can lose an average of 26.2 pounds on the 40-day weight loss program powered by Nutramost. I lost 92.5 pounds in less than five months, thanks to the Sheehy Brothers and the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost. And I encourage you to let them help you lose weight as they teach you how to stay healthy and keep that weight off. Take it from me. Having a coach keeps you accountable, and it makes achieving your goals so much easier. Let the ultimate wellness and weight loss program powered by Nutramost help you. Schedule your immediate consultation or attend the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, August 19th at Jake's in Plymouth. Call now, 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Study data comes from clients submitted data to a third party for tracking of daily weight loss and progress through the Nutramost weight loss programs. See website for full disclaimer details. You know, do you remember? It wasn't Broadway Pizza then. No, it was something else. It was, it was called something else, yeah. The Hideaway Cafe. Yeah, something like that. It was the Hideaway. I yeah. think that's right. Yeah, Hideaway. We did they have it. Yeah, it was the Hideaway. We had a Halloween party there one oh, year. Oh, Nature's yeah. Hideaway? Nature's, Nature's Hideaway. There you go. The brain synapses goes to Andy. And then it changed to Broadway. Except he never resets the clock, no. But other than that, everything is good. Jackie Velazquez with us. We're talking about Halloween, Jackie. You going out for, you going trick-or-treating this year? Uh, I think so. My kids would have a cow if we did not. So we <laughs> yes. well, have to. I understand um, it completely. And the funniest thing is my kids get so, they're like, they're all about the costumes. 
they've been planning their costumes since like June. Really? That's cool. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. I love that they're like, you know, they're excited about it. But I mean, for me, Halloween, it's just like the, um, I love, I love when this time of the year rolls around and yeah. all the holidays begin. It's just like, uh, it feels like you can finally take a deep breath and a sigh and just go, yes. Time to relax yeah. until Christmas and shopping begins. But right. that's okay. And that's cooking, of course. That's already begun. Yeah. The shopping part already began, Jackie. <laughs> did. Jackie, are you still living in Nashville? Yes, I still live in Nashville. Yeah, the reason I ask you that um, is because we're coming down with the KQ Morning Show to do a couple of shows down there on the, what is it, the 24th. We get there Thursday night, the 24th, and we're doing a, a morning show from... Uh, What's the name of the big distillery there? There's a big distillery. We're doing a morning show. You should come by and be on the show when we're down there. It'd be great. Ooh, I'd love that. That would be fun. Yeah, it's, it's KQRS is the radio station, and it's at the is it the Nelson Distillery or the Nielsen Distillery, something like that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we're Nelson's Greenbrier Distillery. Nelson's Greenbrier Distillery is where we're doing the show on Friday morning, the 25th of October. Is it regular time? Yep. Right. Well, yeah. Well, no. Uh, Nashville is is Nashville same time as here. We're central. It is central. central. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was central. Yeah, yeah your central time. So yeah, it'll be at the exact same time. So you wake up there. Everybody should wake up there early. Well, they're not you, L.A. <laughs> hey, Some not, people get out of bed. At least it's you know. not two hours earlier, like Vegas. On oh, Vegas, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's that's what I'm talking about. It's brutal, Jackie. We did uh, we did shows <laughs> for 20 years in Las Vegas, but the problem was the morning show started at 3:30 in the morning. <laughs> oh. oh my! Everybody, oh, everybody that's still be brutal. drunk for the night before. Yep. <laughs> How about yeah. from the Monday before? Sleep. Yeah. Oh my God, oh Jackie! My God. It was unbelievable. That's it was hilarious. Amazing. By the third hour, it was just zombies. <laughs> Yeah. So if you could make it by there, if you could make it by there on Friday morning, you should come and see us on the on the 25th of October and be on the show. That'd be great. I'd love that. I would love that. I appreciate that. No, we have a great time. So now, how many children do you have, Jackie? Uh, We have two boys. We have an 11 year old and a 10 year old. So uh, Zealand, which is basically just like how it's Zealand, like New Zealand, Zealand, Mm -hmm. and then Soren with an S, who is 10. So uh, they're about 14 and a half months apart. I did not plan it that way, yeah. FYI. That's how it usually goes when they're that close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Did you say one it's, child's name uh, is Soren? But they're best friends. Yeah, Soren, like Soren Kierkegaard. Soren Kierkegaard, very good. A lot of pre- you're putting a lot of pressure on the kid, though, I'll tell you that. Naming him after Kierkegaard. <laughs> but you know what's interesting? There is something about the name, because he actually has this old soul it, it's so oh, yeah. bizarre because um just he, he he fits the name it suits him it all works on the end well just tell him if he asks yeah. again just tell him he was named after the ride at disney world <laughs> yeah <laughs> ah! oh but what's funny is we actually rode that ride last year <laughs> okay. and the whole time and we went and when we were riding it he was like this is my ride they named it after me <laughs> see i told you <laughs> It's a great yeah, ride. It is a great true. ride. It's true. Really it is fun. a great ride. Because, but they just spelled it different. They just spelled it different. They do. They, yeah, they just added yeah. an A to it. And, you know, they, 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 a couple of yeah. changes would be good. Um, when you look at your children now, you said they're, they're 11 and 9. Is that correct? 10 and 11. 11 and 10. 11 and 10. That's right. You had them back to back. Um, do you look back at your childhood and go, my God, by the time I was their age, I was already this in a couple more years. I got to be this big star. Do you worry about the kind of pressure that you went through? you know, kind of bleeding through to them. Cause I, 
looking back, weren't you under constant pressure in your teen years? Um, yes. I mean, I knew I, I was under pressure. There was a lot going on. But I didn't know anything different. Well, that's true. That's very so, good. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So for, like, my kids, because I didn't have the opportunity, like, to go to school, I remember when uh, when Zeeland was about to start middle school because he's in sixth grade right now. We went to this IEP meeting because he's, um, he's my son, my oldest is special needs. So uh, we went to his IEP meeting, and so they were talking about Jim. They were, like, going, okay, so Jim, he's got to change clothes, blah, blah, blah. And then they were talking about his locker. And I was, all of that was so foreign to me. I was like, yeah. he changed clothes in middle school? Because <laughs> I never, I never went. You never went, I was right. homeschooled. And so, like, I'm walking down this path with my children at this point. And it's like, it's like I'm, I'm living out vicariously through my kids all the years I missed of childhood. Yep. And that's exactly what I was going to ask you. Is there, are you kind of vicariously living through your children? Because you never really had that childhood. That's correct. I, I am. I am. I, I'm sure they're going to have to go into therapy over it. But um, <laughs> They are. But, oh, I think you're, you're um, fine. You'll I'm, be fine. But I, I'm also the room mom. I've been room mom for my kids' uh, class for like almost every year. I was on the board at my kids' school. So it's uh, it's... I'm super involved in their school just because maybe it's because I didn't have that experience as a child. So I want to be there for all of it so I can kind of just, just be there for it. But, um, but the funny thing is um, for Zealand uh, with him, with him being in middle school and his, you know, autism, he, he gets all this, like, uh, he gets like really cool special treatment for, um, uh, he doesn't have to do homework. He never has homework after school. So his little brother gets super jealous, and it's like, dude, how come Zeeland never has homework? And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> and he goes, I can't wait to be in sixth grade. I'm like, it's not going to be the same for you in sixth grade. Sorry, buddy. No, that yeah. makes sense. Oh, you know, one person I do want you to meet, if you do happen to make it in uh, the, the morning of the 25th down there at Nelson's Greenbrier Distillery, uh, you know My Pillow, Mike Lindell, who owns the My Pillow Company. It's on TV all the time. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, of Mike, course. Mike's going to be there that day, so you two should meet. I think you two had, would have really, really great conversations because he's a guy. He was a crack addict for years and years and years. He finally, you know, found that faith saved him. Uh, you two together would be. Matter of fact, if we can get you and and Mike Lindell on the air at the same time, <laughs> that'd be quite the conversation. I'll tell you that. Oh, I would love to meet him. I have one of his pillows. <laughs> yeah, I got about 500 who, of them. Who doesn't? <laughs> exactly. It was really... i tell you what kind of guy Mike Lindell is, though, and you'll like this. Uh, Catherine and I moved uh, a couple of years ago from one place to another, uh, and the mover said, why do you have so many my pillows? I'm like, oh, Mike Lindell's the owner, and he's a good friend, and I do, I do his commercials for him, and blah, blah, blah. He said, God, you got like a hundred my pillows for just the two of you. And I said, well, do you like them? Oh, man, they look like great pillows and whatever. I said, okay. Well, I picked up the phone and I called Mike Lindell and he sent every one of them two pillows. It was the coolest thing in the world. He's a very giving guy that way, very helpful. He gives a oh. lot of money to help other people with drug addiction. Uh, to, you know, oh, wow. He talks about his faith quite often. I mean, he's very open about it. I love the fact that Mike uh, wears a... a, a 
the um, crucifix around his neck and he hangs it outside his shirt. And a lot of people, when they shoot, awesome. shoot the commercials, they, they go, oh, could you just cover it up? No, I'm not going to cover it up. No. He wears a cross. He wears the cross, yeah. Not a crucifix. The crucifix is when Jesus is on it. I thought, oh, when Jesus appears on nice it, then Catholic, it's a crucifix. Uh, how, what did, Jackie didn't tell me it's her fault. <laughs> it's all your fault, Jackie. He does wear a gold cross all the time. Though. Yeah. He does wear the gold cross. Yes, he does. So, Jackie, you had 16 number one sig- signals. Singles. Signals. Lot, signals. Yeah, there are Singles. And signals. Uh-huh. And signals. So, you, uh, 16 number one singles. Um, where, where were they number one? Were they all over, all over the world or... Where did... uh, uh, contemporary Christian music. So, uh, basically, if a station plays your songs enough times, well, you know how that works. Yeah, you're yep, radio. Yep. Um, so yeah, all over the country, this country, uh, they were number one on CCM radio, and of course, that was a super huge blessing, and it was um, very, uh, it was surreal, if you will. It was surreal. But yes, I could see. I that. just feel. It's it's interesting to me how how music really does play such a beautiful part. Like you can get a message across in a song that you can't get across right. just by saying it. Yeah, I don't think there's so, any question about that. That's true. It's a beautiful avenue for for for, um, for inspiration. Okay, here's what we're gonna do, Jackie. You and I will get up if you come in on on the twenty fifth in the morning. You and I'll get up and sing "Oh Happy Day" together. What do you think? Beautiful. Mm. I love Let's that song. Let's do it. We'll get it Let's done. Let's do it. Except you're going okay, to hit a, you're gonna have to hit all the high notes because I got no chance of hitting some of those high notes, Jackie. I will tell you that. <laughs> I'll oh, take control. Don't worry. You are the best. Uh, yeah, please do. Honestly, if you can make it, I would love to, to have you come in and do the show, introduce you to Mike Lindell. We could do a little singing. Life would be grand. Oh, I love that. So, so tell me, um, it's, you know, it's you and your family that do this podcast? Well, the family does the podcast. and Family and close friends, but don't tell L.A., Nick, and Cassie that we're close friends. <laughs> ah! Don't tell them. Yeah, I, I bet y'all have so much fun. We, uh, we, we love doing it together. And basically, it was just a way to sucker our children and spending time with us every day. So it's that a, was good. It's actually a pretty fun show. It is. We have a lot of fun doing it. Uh, it sounds like you guys do. I get punched in the nose quite often by family members, <laughs> but, you know, it's just a verbal thing, so I'll be okay. I'll recover. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, when God rescripts your life, seeing value, beauty, and purpose when life is interrupted, Jackie Velazquez, I will see you, uh, let's see, a week from Friday or two weeks from Friday. If you say so. Okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you, Jackie, it's uh, Nelson's Greenbrier Distillery right there in Nashville. We'll take care of it. I love it. All right. Thank you, my dear. Thanks for your time today. Oh, thank you so much. You have a great day. God bless you. God bless you. Bye. Bye. What a sweet woman. Way to put people on the spot. Oh, my God. She doesn't have to show up. If she didn't show up, how am I going to (laughs) know? Because she won't be there. Because she won't be there. Just a single happy day. She's a friendly Come on, she's from Nashville. Show up or I'll kill you. She lives there. I mean, it's not. Yeah, exactly. I have to leave. What? We've got, we got three minutes. I have to be home by one thirty. Okay, never That's mind. The then. Don't worry about us. The no. meter is ticking. The nanny's ticking. Yes. Oh no. Well, the nanny is ticking. Breaking news. Oh no. Oh, is it good news or bad news? No, it's not good news. Oh, oh, good news. There we go. 
police are investigating hidden cameras at the Mall of America and Maplewood Mall fitting room. Oh, oh they, my that, that's, God. that's nothing new. It's actually early. <laughs> that's nothing new. What do you mean it's nothing new? It happened before it's just America. bring it home and then Try bring it, it back. Ugh. It happened before Mall of America. I know. Did but, it really? Yeah, yeah. they're doing an investigation at Maplewood Mall as well. So obviously mm-hmm. somebody's gone in there and... Mm-hmm. What kind of loser a-hole do you have to be? You know what? When I, I, had, major. I had a place in the Mall of America and I got stuff stolen and I finally put up hidden cameras and guess who was stealing it? Your employees. Nope. Security? Mall of America security. Oh my God. Oh of God. course. So there That's you go. Sad. Bob's here. Mm. For some reason, huh? well, Bob's, Bob's sitting there by <laughs> himself in the dark. Stop her. <laughs> Stop her. I love it. Bob's sitting in the dark. Well, we've just clearly just moved in and are under construction. Other than that, we're good. Come on in. We have two coming. minutes. Yeah, we got two I minutes left. But a minute and a half by the time you sit down. He's got something to give to Andy. I wanted to drop that off because I. Oh. Didn't know oh. Ah, the wedding gifts. Is it a ham? Begin. It's a giant it's a ham. Gigantic ham that we'll have <laughs> Come to on, eat sit down for two days. minutes, Bob. We, we got two minutes left. Over there. Two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. Oh, yeah, happily. It was very nice of you. Over there? Please be seated it, over there by you know, Nick. In between Bob Sansevier is here to bring it. I, I'm assuming that's a gift for Andy's wedding. Good assumption. What is it? What is it? So, in other words, you're going <laughs> to stiff him and not show up. Actually, that's a, no, no, that's not the case at all. It... Basically, it's been my go-to wedding gift for decades. So you probably know what it is. Pizza crust? <laughs> yes, pizza crust. I don't eat the Big crust. cheese wheel. There's no cheese because I eat the cheese. <laughs> uh, so I do all the cheese. Toaster oven. Yeah. No, no, just, you can look at it. It's not like a big surprise. And um, I have to, for the paper, I am going to come, but I'm going to miss the actual nuptial part. But I'll be there. For the reception. For the drinking part. I don't drink. Bob drank one time. I seen Bob drink one time. It was in Duluth, Minnesota. Mm. I got there after everybody else, so they were all lit up. I walk in and Bob's sitting at the head of the table. I walk in and he goes, Hey, what's up? He goes, Fuck you. <laughs> I was keeping the seat that. warm for him. There is no doubt I would be a belligerent drunk. Yeah. Oh, there's no <laughs> doubt I'm an angry <laughs> drunk. Yeah, an angry that's drunk, that's Bob Sansevier. That's why I don't drink much. Well, no. the wedding is, there's no liquor, so. There's wine and beer. Yep. Oh, I like that. Yeah, there you go. The wine and beer. If you need, well, you need liquor, then you'll have to bring your own flask. Yeah. If they catch you with it, they'll kick you out. So no yeah, worries there. Well, kick you out of as where? As long as they have red wine. The chateau. No oh, liquor really? allowed. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. How about can I bring some uh, maybe THC? Uh, oh probably my God! Not. Really? I was just kidding, guys. Would you settle down there? Can I bring my Bob heroin? Can I bring my yeah. kit? <laughs> I'd like to bring my rig. Well, Bob, that was nice of you to drop that off for Andy. That was very nice. Well, I wanted to, because I don't, I don't understand or I don't know the protocol if stuff should be mailed to you or if people are bringing I don't know most, how that works. Most people mail them now because that's available yeah. on most wedding registries. Oh, okay. yeah, we've but already can, gotten most. Well, I went off can, registry, so well, I hope you don't mind. you can certainly mind. bring it in. It's not against a law or anything like that. No. But uh, And you have a year. after what? You have a year after a wedding to get the gift. Since when? It's forever. You have one year. Seems like a long time. Okay, if what do you, you mean? If, a year for what? You have a year to send a gift after okay, a wedding. Okay, if you don't send a gift for a year, don't expect the thank you note. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I'm just God. saying that that is actually correct. That's pretty weird, man. It's uh, absolutely yeah. correct. Oh, what are we showing now? Oh, his, his son's horse stalls. They look great. 
Yeah. Oh, they are? I fire you use that wood, too? Yeah. That's great. It looks yeah. terrific. Yeah. Boy, look at the time. A little timing. side action on the show. We love to stay in schmooze. Try to be nice, you know. Well, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They were his sons. So no, it looks great. That's true. Just show them they went to good use. I understand completely. He, he, he helped deliver them. All right, Sandy, thanks for coming by. Yeah, I heard what you said. Why what? did Tom ever leave this place? I heard that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I really like what you're... Uh, this is a nice size studio. It's yeah. nice. I love this place. It's the perfect yeah. size room. It's going to be great. Yes, it's a good size. And the sound is really good. So you have to come in and be on the show once in a while. Uh, that would be fun. We're all pro. we got these things and all. we got the, the, wow. we got the oh, sound deadeners or whatever. Yeah, this way when you spit, it doesn't hit anyone. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, that's God, I have nice. to be... I got to get out yeah, of here. Go. All right, all right. All right, thanks for listening. Sandy will be coming in doing a guest shot once in a while. What do you do after do this? Well, say, what do I do now? You have to come in and do guest shots. I would like to do that. I, you know what? The days, the days that are best for me are Mondays and Fridays. Okay, do me a favor and tell Jim Rich, who you have on your podcast, yeah. right? What do you do now? Uh, it wasn't him, but he was on the air when they did it to him. Oh, when the, the Yankees. Or the, the, Vikings the Vikings prepare to meet the Yankees. Oh, Who was it? Trevor May? Who do they have Trevor the name? Trevor May, Viking it's pitcher. Uh, does anyone check their work? Okay, no. boy. We'll see you tomorrow with the family. <laughs>